Getting and keeping staff is one of Correction's biggest challenges in the face of a rising prison population, including violent extremist inmates. The department's launched yet another recruitment campaign. A briefing to the new minister says Corrections is experiencing significant recruitment and retention challenges. On top of that, the national government's tough-on-crime policy is expected to increase the muster further. Neil Beals, Corrections Chief Custodial Officer, says it's not about finding enough people People to do the job. It is about finding the right people. We want the right person to come and work for corrections, so we're very strict about the criteria uh, and the quality of the person that we take. So we will, you know, we will take our time to find the right person. We're not going to just take anybody. But look, we're also recruiting in a very competitive market as well, and it has been competitive for at least the last 18 months to two years. Um, but we're getting there. Look, you know, um, we have recruited a lot of staff. There's still a long way to go, um, but we're making positive inroads into that, and we're going to keep on doing that. Hopefully, this new campaign will assist us in that. Let's crunch some numbers. What are your current vacancies for prison officers and other staff like um, prison nurses? So I can tell you that from prison officers, uh, we're looking at the moment around about 330 that we need. Um, we we've, we've normally have around about 4,011 established positions, but that will vary depending on uh, prison population at any given time. Obviously, we work to ratios uh, and, and we have different security classifications. So, you know, those numbers will vary over the course of the year. Um, but yeah, so from a from a, a corrections officer point of view, we're looking at about uh, 330 odd. Um, from the nurses, it's not normally an area I delve into at the moment, but I, I know that we've got a, I think a total of around about 56, 57 vacancies across the country um, uh, that will, you know, and that will again vary from site to site. Um, very, very critical people to help with our operation. You know, we we. The nurses, our healthcare and our custodial staff work closely together. We can't do the job alone. So, you know, it's important that we recognise this when we recruit. How many people are leaving? What are your attrition rates? Uh, again, that will vary. The, the attrition rate has dropped um, over, over the last... Park, Neil. Uh, um, to be honest, I think um, it's... Um, and I could be wrong about this, Lisa, but I think it's somewhere sitting around about, about that 20% mark, maybe a bit higher. That has dropped. Uh, that seems exceedingly that, high, Neil. It's much higher than what it used to be, most definitely, and we, ex- we experienced a spike post-COVID. Um, we used to be one of the lowest um, services, you know, in government uh, to with, with our with our retention rates, but that has gone up for various reasons. But we are now seeing that come down, and we're seeing people um, staying with us for all the right reasons. Obviously, you'll be aware from last year's, um, you know, collective bargaining. Our unions have done a very good job for their staff. They've come with a, come up with a good agreement. Hopefully, that encourages people to stay with us. But look, it's, it is a so good Neil, job. So Neil, I'm sorry to, to have. I'm sorry to interrupt, but given the figure, what you're saying that approximately 20% of your staff to, is your turnover number, are you recruiting at a rate sufficient to even keep up with attrition? Um, at the moment, our recruitment is going in a positive, di- a positive direction. So uh, we, we know that out of the um, – so we've recruited 1,097 into the corrections officer role since October 22. Uh, 816 recruiters started to work. There's a further 218 currently in training. We're just going to keep on doing that. So, you know, we're but not are you keeping up with the gas. numbers leaving the job, Neil? That's what I'm asking yeah. you. Are you yeah. currently yeah. keeping pace with the numbers of people leading the, leaving the job? It is getting better. I'm saying there's more work to do in that space. It certainly, it so will is the answer no, Neil? This is really important. Yeah. Is the answer so, that you are not keeping up with attrition? Now, Lisa, I think it's important to understand the context. Some of our sites are absolutely fine. 
and they, 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 there is no no issues there in terms of retention. Some of our more problematic sites where we do have it, particularly in the inner cities, that's where we have to focus on. So it's not a case of saying we're not keeping up with attrition across the board. We have got um, context to apply here in terms of you know where, where we are, where the site is, um, the job market that that site is in, and that's where we need to focus our efforts. Hence why we have the new uh, campaign. We're focusing on the area that we need. Um, we need. We know that we need not only to ramp up with our recruitment, but our retention activities as well need to need to get better. Okay. So, you know, you so mean- it's, it's, it's a very complex issue. You mentioned the new campaign. It focuses on getting out of difficult, potentially violent and life-threatening situations in the ones that I've seen. Why do you think that would encourage people to sign up? We've got to be realistic about the job that we do. You know, there is there is no point in trying to convince people to come for a job and tell them that it's going to be, you know, a land of milk and honey. We do a very, very difficult, sometimes dangerous job. It is a rewarding job, but we need to be real with people and say, look, you know, the, the, some of the people that we work with um, can be quite challenging. Some of them can be quite mentally ill. Some of them have alcohol or drug issues. You need to be prepared for the world that you're walking into. And if, if we don't do that, we're not being fair to the people. And then we'll see a higher attrition rate, right? So we need to recruit the right person. We need to train them appropriately, and then we need to support them properly when they come into the workplace. If we can't do those three, we will not get to where we need to be um, into a more stable um, employment situation. Starting salary is about 65,000K, isn't it? Round about? That's right. Yeah, yep. okay. round about that. Yep. So in your briefing to the new minister, you said that you're increasingly involved in the management of violent extremism, counter-terrorism, and transnational organised crime. That's a lot to deal with for $65,000 a year, isn't it? Look, it absolutely is. The, the the world of prisons are changing and they're changing quickly. And, and we're not the only country to experience that. I speak to my colleagues around the world. They're seeing So is that issues. enough, Neil, bottom line? Is that enough for the stresses, the risk and the complexities of the job? And I know that you've had negotiations and pay rises, but is that enough? Look, I will always be the first to say, um, having been an officer for most of my career, that I think, you know, the job that we do will always deserve more, you know. And if I had it my way, if it was a personal decision up to me, of course, we'd be paying our staff more. Um, Money is not the only thing, of course, but it's an important thing. You know, but it's it's about the right kind of, right kind of pay, the right kind of support, good pathways for their progression. Um, you know, a, a workplace that is safe, uh, a workplace that keeps them interested and occupied. All of these things go into making the job worthwhile. But look, um, if you're asking me, should we pay staff more? Could we pay staff more on a personal level? I'd love to pay staff more, and I think they deserve every penny of it. How many international recruits have you taken on? I couldn't give you that number, um, Lisa. I'd have to come back to you on that one. But are you are you getting staff from the international market? Well, I don't believe that we are actively recruiting in the international market the way we did some years ago at this point in time. But we always have interest from abroad. Uh, we have a lot of interest, obviously, from um, uh, the, the islands. We have interest from Europe. Um, we we even have some interest from uh, people in Australia, although that you know they are competing with us in the same market. But um, I don't believe we are running at this moment in time a full um, full on recruitment abroad at this point. But that's not to say that we can't do that. Okay, Corrections has a Hokairangi strategy, expressing your commitment to achieving better outcomes and delivering um, improvements for Māori. Is that still your strategy under this current government? 
it, it's certainly our strategy, and, and that you know that hasn't changed for us. You know, we still need to make sure that we do more for Maori um, who come to prison. We we know what those numbers are. Those numbers are, are, are still significant. You know, over half of our population, and even more so in the female population, identifies Maori. If we can get those numbers down, that's better for everybody. So, in terms of recruitment of Maori frontline staff, how many have you brought on? Oh, again, I'd have to come back with those numbers. I'm, I'm at the airport now, and I don't have access to those numbers. But um, you know, we is it a again, priority? Are, is it priority for you, Neil? It's certainly a priority for us to make sure that we are represented um, across, uh, right across the, the spectrum of our diversity. But, you know, we, I wouldn't say that we are focusing on one particular uh, ethnic group over another. We want the right person. And Corrections has just corrected Neil Beale's figures on attrition rates. As at the 31st of January, the rate of attrition for prison officers is sitting at 13.5%, and across of all of Corrections staff, it is 13%.